Hey, I'm Kevin Pettit. And I'm Martin Frazier. And we are Loud Americans Discussing Soccer, better known as Lads. Today is, ooh, that's Stacey, January 18th. Happy Friday, guys. Um, we got so much to talk about today. We got uh, Spygate, not in America, but in the UK with Leeds. Um, we also got Petter Check retiring. We need to fully address that. Um, we have our EPL weekend predictions. We have tons of headlines. But before we get into that, Martin, how the hell are you? I'm doing great, man. I'm just loving my life down here. It is not freezing down here, so that's that's a huge plus. It's like 50 degrees, so I'm not like actually dying of of the cold. How the hell are you? Are you surviving this winter? Is it winter up there, or are seasons just done? Are we just yeah. done with seasons? Yeah, dude, it's fucking freezing up here in Philadelphia. <laughs> um, it's so cold. I've still been biking to work because I'm too broke to park in the city. So I've been layering it up, just like putting my Arsenal scarf around my face. Like I look like some Antifa fucking loser. <laughs> um, so it's it's been really, really miserable here. Also, I I have a really big gripe. Can I just – I have one before we get into all the soccer news, before we talk about Harry Kane hurt, Ronaldo winning another trophy, we've got so much to talk about, guys. Can I just – can I get on my soapbox real quick? Gripe it out, dude. Gripe it out. Be that old man. Be that old man yelling at the sky. Go. Okay. Okay. I went to a show last night. I listened to a lot of, like, punk alternative stuff. I went to go see this band I really like. They're called Radiator Hospital. I know. Fuck me, hipster. Whatever. I get it, guys. Anyway, so the doors open at 7, right, Martin? And right. And the show is supposed to start at 8, and I worked all fucking day. I'm like, all I want to do is see this band... Um, and they're the headliner, of course. The first band does not start till 8.45. Oh, my God. I was literally, like, so pissed. I was just like, just fucking, like, you're supposed to start at 8. I'm, like, a very punctual person. Like, I was losing my mind. I'm like, these crust punk motherfuckers who are going to sleep until noon tomorrow. Like, no offense. Like, I got to wake up at 7 tomorrow. All I want to do is watch this band. And... I was just so p- – and you know what? The other bands, I think it was Tact, and I forget what the second band was. Um, it turned out to be a good show, but I didn't get home until like 11 or so, and I'm like, I just want to – like, I just felt so old, and I felt like, you know and, – and everyone there was like my age or older, you know what I mean? But I was like, am I old now at 24? Is this it? Am Dude, I – check your pulse. Check your pulse because you uh, might be 60, 70 years old. I'm fucking 25, and I'm not even that bad. I mean, granted, I'm like six months older than you, but that's mm-hmm. beside the point. But – I totally get that. I've gotten to a point where the clock hits like 11.30, 11.45, and if I'm still at a bar, it's, I'm a little sleepy. I'm, I'm ready to go home. I'm ready mm-hmm. to find my bed, snuggle up, and fucking sleep like a goddamn adult because I know the hangover is going to fucking murder me, so I might as well mm-hmm. get a jump start on it. Yeah, like, I was just, like, sitting there, just, like, fucking just, like, shaking my head. <laughs> just, like, <laughs> just, like, so pissed. And also, I kind of learned something about myself last night. Uh, I went with, like, this girl to the show, and she was, like, trying to, like, hold hands and, like, ki- like I don't think I do public display of affection. I don't do PDA, like, at all. I'm just, like, uncomfortable. I'm just, like, nah, like, it's cool. Like, we don't, like, I'm just, <laughs> I, I don't That's know. That's weird, dude. You're, like, you're, uh, you're 
diving way back into your old age right now. You're like Dude, a 50-year-old person in the 1960s. No, get off me, woman. I don't want to show affection in public. No, no, no it makes no. me uncomfortable. I No, like, what, if we're by ourselves, I'm the most loving motherfucker. Like, I feel like I'm getting a bad rap right now. I'm just No, saying, you like, are. I can vouch for that shit because mm-hmm. Kevin has loved me so fucking tenderly. Oh, it's, oh my God. It's unreal. It's, it's, it's unreal. Also, to I his mean, girlfriends, he's pretty, he's pretty okay. Yeah, like, no, like, it, it, like in a, in a friend group, like, by ourselves, dude, fucking, I'll cuddle the shit out of you. This is just my <laughs> mm-hmm. PSA. Like, this is my, like, you know, letting everyone know. But, like, I'm out at this show, like, I don't know. I just don't want to be, like, t- like, doing any of that shit. I don't know. Um, so that's my gripe. I guess I had two gripes. I don't know. I'm just not. I'm just not a PDA. Uh, uh, like affectionate person in public, which you know. I I don't know. Maybe I'm just old. Um. Oh, the second thing. Point of order. Not soccer related. Uh. Obviously, we have Pusha T as our you know opening to the podcast. Um. I watched the Soja Boy interview on um the Breakfast Club or whatever with um. What's his name? the charlemagne the god i think he's the host which i never oh, yeah. watched the show it's not you know as a white guy it doesn't really cater to me that much i don't know but like um i i'm very into rap so i went and listened to it and i've heard you saying all these things he does so uh soja boy references um push a t saying how he body bagged drake so i appreciated that so oh yeah uh, and fucking soldier boy went out and said that drake copied him and drake mm-hmm. fucking stole songs from him and uh, and that Soldier Boy created Drake. And at first, when I first heard that interview, read about that interview, I was just like, Soldier Boy, get the fuck off your high horse. You didn't create Drake. You didn't fucking do shit for the rap game. And then I was thinking back. I was thinking back to good old 2004 fourth grade Martin. And I was just mm-hmm. like, man, I bumped to Soldier Boy. He did change the rap game. And he did let, <laughs> he did well, let fucking like... Uh, I, I'm not going to call Drake soft, but I'll call him a pussy. Uh, so he let <laughs> pussy fucking rappers come in the game because, you know what? Soldier Boy created that pussy rap in, in mm. some sense, I think. So I, I'm on Soldier's side here. Uh, well, he is. He did talk bad about Kanye West and yeah, saying he pre- definitely that, on Soldier's sides. <laughs> yeah, that kind of bummed me out because I love Ye and like musically, he's awesome. All the other shit he's doing, I'm like, I, I just like, what do you just shut up? Um, and also his whole like gaming system stuff, like the Soja video game console, which is just, um, it's essentially Chinese knockoffs of like, uh, what, what are they called? Like ROM, um, simulator, not simulators, oh, emulators, oh, emulators. emulators. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Where he pretty much took all these Nintendo, Sega, PS1 games, Nintendo, and just like is selling it at like double the price, but putting his name on it. And he's getting sued by like Sony, Microsoft, and like, <laughs> like, Dude, fuck yeah. <laughs> Nintendo. Um, he's just trying to make like a quick buck, but he's like saying like everyone's like racist. Like, no, the black man doesn't want to get like make us money. But I like my first thought was like, dude, like Sony is like Japanese. Like they're all like they're not like white dudes or anything. And like I'm pretty sure the guy who runs Microsoft's like Indian. So I don't know, man. I was just like Soja. Like cool, you mentioned Pusha, and we're very you know a Pusha T podcast next to soccer. But I don't know. I kind of like I'm, like just just shut up. But Speaking yeah. of people who won't shut up, see that transition, Martin? It was beautiful. It was goddamn okay. beautiful. Marcelo uh, Biesla. I think we Nailed said it. that right. Nailed okay. it. We uh, listened to YouTube 
uh, mm. pronunciation videos before this mm. so we don't yes, we butcher did. it and don't yes, get a did. fucking like shit review on iTunes because we can't mm. speak. Neither Kevin and I can speak. So Marcelo Biesla, Kevin, take mm. it away. Um, is in major uh, controversy because of a spy gate, which as Americans, as football fans, American football fans, very, very familiar with, with, you know, the Patriots, those cheating bastards. Um, so apparently he sent over one of his goonies, his goons to go spy on leads of like binoculars and got caught and pretty boy, Frank Lampard, um, who Martin, you mentioned this, but Craig Burley was one of the first people saying like, if it was anyone else in world football, this wouldn't be a big deal. But because it's the golden child, Frank Lampard, everyone's losing their goddamn mind. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, spark notes of it is that the dude sent fucking one of his scouts to watch how Darby Frank Lampard's team is preparing for their matchup, Leeds and Derby, and got caught. And the entire nation of England threw a goddamn hissy fit solely because Frank Lampard is the nation's favorite son. Look, first off, I don't give two shits if he sent someone to watch watch uh, how Derby's preparing for this game. Uh, I think it was Sam's Army. He had a, a pretty brilliant tweet about this. He said that... This Spygate is totally and 100% different than the uh, American Spygate with the NFL because there are no real set plays. There are no like uh, plays that you practice and then use that exact same fucking technique in the game. There are ideas, and it's a full-flowing machine where if, an, if a tactic works here, it's not going to work here. So you can't really fucking spy on someone and get to know the team and exactly what they're going to do in, on game day. So this isn't a mm-hmm. real fucking spy gate. Second, this wouldn't be a fucking big deal if it was Joe Schmo, Big Bob Joe as the manager of Derby. If it was me, no one would if give If it was shit. Kevin, if it was Kevin, they'd be like, Kevin fucking deserved to be spied Kevin, on. Kevin, fuck off. Like Kevin, stop, fuck off. Stop complaining. Yeah, you, you got spied on. Smarten up. And you know it. what? Yeah, because it's Frank Lampard. Everybody's like, oh, you can't do that to Frank. He was a legend. So literally, if anybody's talking shit about Biesla spying on Lampard's Derby, uh, two words for you. Fuck off. Yep. Um, and I guess more of the controversy is when they played each other, Leeds won. <laughs> two nil. Two nil. And I think it was Jack Harrison. I forget who celebrated, but actually did the whole, like, he did a celebration where it looked like he was wearing binoculars. <laughs> the entire fans were doing that. Oh, the man. The entire it was, fans it, were doing that. Absolutely hilarious. And then people were suggesting online, like, oh, points should be taken away from him. Like, what universe do you live in, dude? Like, what? Uh, when no like also let's just fucking like bring this into some goddamn context here real quick Leeds is sitting in first place four points ahead of second place sheffield united darby is all the way back 11 points behind in sixth place do you really fucking think biesla was super concerned about darby and had to do every single goddamn thing that he could to beat them no, and he fucking admitted that he's been doing this his entire managerial career. And you know what? Good for him. Take yeah. any type of advantage that you can get, and it's not illegal. There's no fucking rule against it. So mm. you know what? Chill out, social if media, he, dude. If he ain't cheating, he ain't trying. Like that's what I, that's what I'm saying. Um. So now this is where it gets really good because at first it's like controversy, people freaking out. This is where it gets so amazing, Martin. The guy doubled down. He admitted that, like, yeah, I fucking spy on everyone. 
Like, you think this is the first time I've done this? Like, a fucking, like, serial killer. Like, just coming out and just being like, <laughs> like, oh, you think this is my first murder? I've murdered hundreds of people. <laughs> There's bodies all in my backyard. They're all different teams. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, and then he's about to give this, like, there's this big, like, press conference thing that he says he's going to give. And everyone thinks it's going to be, like, him resigning. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like, the this goddamn is... media turned up, like, hungry fucking sharks. Like, and then he gives a PowerPoint presentation about how he studied Leeds. Or, excuse me, Darby. And it, it's the one of the great power moves only, man. What a power move. Gives a PowerPoint presentation to the media how he spies on people. how And gives a pretty much a breakdown of how he studies teams like he and everyone just saying like i think this guy knows darby better than frank (laughs) (laughs) like jesus christ like this guy i saw a funny tweet it was like this guy knows what you had for thanksgiving in 1984 like jesus christ (laughs) dude i mean i'm all about it man like in all honesty you know every single fucking club in the world um, with that type of budget, with any type of budget, is going to do their due diligence, do their f- homework on their opposition. And whether that means watching films or uh, watching their actual practice and spying on them, you really do not gain anything from spying on them. So I could not be more proud of Biesla for having all the journalists show up hungry for drama and then just boring the piss out of them with a powerpoint explaining mm. every little aspect of spygate 2019 so uh, big leads fan all of a sudden um dude i i fucking love leads i might have to order a jersey like i want a leads like biesla jersey with like two like zeros on the back so they just represent the fucking binoculars i don't know i gotta get creative <laughs> i gotta fucking figure it out um but now the biggest like rivalry now is not Leeds and Derby, it's Leeds and Pizza Hut. So everyone has been like chiming in on this. Pizza Hut threw its hat in the ring. It tweeted, "Hey Leeds United, we've just seen a suspicious-looking man peering through our chef's window. Can you let us know if you're planning to put pizza on the menu in the club canteen?" And then Leeds responded saying, uh, with like uh, like a whatever face emoji. I don't know how to describe it. Um, they say preferred Domino's. Thanks. They don't take a week to deliver a tweet because Pizza Hut essentially like, <laughs> which is a great, which is a great, great response. Leeds, like, but honestly, who's ever the admin for the Pizza Hut UK account? Hats off. They responded with. Um, bit rich coming from a club that hasn't delivered since 1992. <laughs> 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 Woo! Oh man, Pizza Hut just roasted the fuck out of Leeds. Wow. So it's 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 just has brought so many memes, so many memes into the world, and just it just makes me so happy. So yeah, that was that was Spygate in the UK. I hope we <laughs> we did a good job explaining it. Yeah, dude. Like I uh, was texting Kev about this last night. And I think we have reached peak 2019 in the third week of 2019 um, because of this Spygate 2019. I could not think of anything better or more fun to follow than this. And then the Leeds versus Pizza Hut, then Leeds versus everybody. And look, all I'm going to say is Leeds won the last fucking 
uh, league championship before it turned into the English Premier League. So that that deserves some fucking kudos right there too. So mm-hmm. shout out to Biesla, shout out to Leeds. We're huge Leeds fans now. And Kev, I think uh, next year Leeds is going to win the league. Mm-hmm. Uh, sorry, Huddersfield. If you get relegated, we got to pick a new team. And I think Leeds is number one right now. It is on it's, my yeah. I think so. I think in terms of like you know early predictions, I, I got Leeds right there. Okay. Moving on, um, this has to be one of the greatest quotes of all time, um, and I think I may have found my my soulmate. Um, German fifth di- fifth division manager of BV Kloppenberg, MK um, Womenhorst. Um, I hope I pronounced that right. Uh, Mark, Nailed you try. And, how how would you pronounce it? Uh, it's German, so you gotta add some anger into it. So hold mm-hmm. on, <clears throat> mm-hmm. let Go me get it. some phlegm in my throat as well. MK, uh, nope. MK Wubenhorse. Okay. Res- <laughs> um, okay. So she um, is a woman coach. I don't know if you. I, I don't know if many people are familiar with the name MK, but yes, uh, she responded to a, a very like I, I'm gonna say sexist. It, it was a very like just off-putting question to her um, from the media where. Uh, they asked whether her players have to put pants on before they come into the changing room because she's in charge of the men's side. Um, she responded with, of course not. I'm a professional. I pick my team on penis length. <laughs> <laughs> the epitome Woo! of big dick energy right there. Wow. Just, Fucking MK. Goddamn just, just, champion of the world. Mm, just marry me. God damn. That is some big dick energy coming from a big dick quote. Wow. Um, I don't know if I'd make the starting 11. I definitely there. wouldn't. I'd be mm-hmm. uh, probably 12th on the list or 13th mm-hmm. or 14th, uh, depending on uh, the nationalities of those in front of me. Yeah, I – um. oh, yeah, we're definitely not me. <laughs> Dude, I'd be a substitute on a team mm. based on penis length. I'd be reserved. <laughs> I'd be, I'd be, I'd, I'd still be on academy. <laughs> You'd be on the youth team. Yeah, as like a 25 year old hanging out. Like, <laughs> what? It hasn't grown yet. I can't yeah. fucking choose. Well, she always comes in when, you know. It's, it's, it's cold worst. out. It's, it's cold. cold out. I'm a grower, not, not a shower. Um, what a response. Uh, hats off to her. Like, fuck sexism and fuck people who are going to you know ask dumbass questions that's like such a good like sabin like belichickian answer like go fuck it's pretty much like go fuck yourself and and way to have a sense of humor dealing with like such a dumbass topic so um moving on to petter check um in our last episode i did a drunk intro actually martin i don't know if you (laughs) i added this when i got home from the sixers game of just mentioning petter check retired when i was drunk coming home from the sixers game but (laughs) i want to get your we didn't get your side what are your thoughts on check's retirement i pretty much said the guy is a legend i think he should go down as probably a top five if not a lot of people will probably put him number one goalkeeper ever in the premier league four premier league titles champions league europa league five-time fa cup uh three community shields three league cups i mean the guys won everything in england and above multiple times um and in europe so martin what are your thoughts on check i'm saddened he's a fucking legend and just he's just a man just a man Oh, yeah. I mean, he's been a staple in the English Premier League for well over a decade. He started at Chelsea in 2004 and has been 
genuinely the best and most consistent, one of the best and most consistent performing goalkeepers of that time. Um, so I think I think the English Premier League and the world in general will fucking miss this legend of a goalkeeper when Peter Cech does retire at the end of the year. Um, and same as you, I've, I've seen a lot, a lot, a lot of people saying he is the best uh, goalkeeper in, in the history of the Premier League. And I wholeheartedly disagree with that. I agree with you. I'd put him top five, no doubt in my mind. But I can name three Manchester United goalkeepers ahead of him right oh, fucking you, now. You, you you wouldn't be biased, would you? I wouldn't, but I'm also if I had to choose between <laughs> Peter Schmeichel and Czech, I'd choose Peter Schmeichel. If I had to mm-hmm. choose between Edwin Vandersar and Peter Czech, I'd choose Edwin Vandersar. If I had to choose between Czech and De Gea, I'd choose De Gea. That's not Oh uh that I mean if we're doing If we're like, doing legacy or skills if we're doing would, legacy, check do, wins by a, a hundred miles. But if we're doing but also skills, skill, I think also skill. I think I think we've seen the downside of check in the past couple of years. Check at his peak, I mean, he oh, may I know. Not, we I, watched I, him I, in his peak. I would still choose De Gea. He has better mm-hmm. reactions. He's a, a more fucking you know crazy save goalkeeper. Petr Check had. And I, I keep fucking going back to this when I have to defend idiots like you who say David De Gea is not the best. David De Gea has a shit defense. Czech has, other than his fucking Arsenal years, which, like you said, were his decline. But the Chelsea years, he had one of the best defenses in league history. Uh, and same with Van der Sar and same with Schmeichel. They had brilliant defenses to help him out. De Gea didn't. And that is why I always, mm. always, always will put... De Gea well, higher think, on that difficulty I, scale. He's playing video games at hard. They're playing it at normal. I, you know, I think that comes down to like, you know, it's kind of like the Tom Brady, Aaron Rodgers argument where like Tom Brady's had a lot more help than Aaron Rodgers over the years. But people would say Aaron Rodgers is the more, you know, talented by far. But Tom Brady has all the awards. So it's Don't, like kind of it's kind of like one of those arguments. You know what I mean? You're on the Aaron Rodgers side of that, aren't you? Um, no, I, I would pick Tom Brady over Aaron Rodgers, but um, I read this total aside. I read this fucking awesome, awesome, <laughs> Here's awesome. Here's our American football podcast, yeah, right. real quick. <laughs> I read this fucking awesome article like two or three months ago about what if Bill Belichick coached uh, Aaron Rodgers, and basically hmm. there were a whole bunch of analysts and pundits saying if Aaron Rodgers. Uh, was coached by Bill Belichick and had the support of the Patriots team as a whole, it would be unquestionably 10 times better than Tom Brady because Aaron Rodgers has those scrambling skills. He's more accurate on a deep ball. And using Bill Belichick to teach him rather than fucking big fat Mike McCarthy, eh, I'd fucking I know, I know. I'd take fucking Aaron Rodgers any day over Tom Brady in the Belichick Mm. system, which I... I'm going to move to the equivalent back to U.S. soccer. 2008 Chelsea team. Would you rather have De Gea or Czech in the goal? I mean, now we're getting into these crazy hypotheticals. And I, you know, I, I mean, this is why people want to listen. Like, oh, what would, how would LeBron play back in MJ's day? Like, I, we don't know. We honestly don't know. Um, but honestly, I think Petr Cech in his heyday could be equal to De Gea on on Petr Cech's best day could equal De Gea, you know. Uh, I think, but they're sometimes different player. I think Petr Cech had better, um, you know, 
in different aspects. He's just an all-around, just uh, what's it called, situationally aware goalkeeper. Um, and showed up in major moments in finals. You know what I mean? So, uh, I don't know. I I just love the guy. It's like he's only been with Arsenal for, like, I guess at the end of the season, like, four years or so. But, like, um, you know, he's, like, one of those guys you just can't hate. Like, you can hate Chelsea. Oh, yeah. You can hate Tottenham. Oh, yeah. But he's always, like, one of those players, like, I just was like, oh, yeah, like, I hate everyone at Chelsea, at, like, Josie Mourinho, Diego Costa, all them. But I love Petr Cech. Yeah. Um, it's like you can hate Arsenal, but I love Santi Cazola. You know, there's just yeah. some players you just don't hate, and Petr Cech, for me, has always been one of them. Oh, absolutely. I, I 100% agree with you there. I mean, it's it's the same in basketball with, like, Tony Parker. And mm. it's it's just those those people that are almost above the, the hatred of the team itself. And Czech is 100% one of those. I've, mm. I think Czech and Van der Sar were some of the first goalies that, well, Czech Van der Sar and the Flying Finn, uh, Phil Jagiel, no, fuck, Yaskalainen, um, are some of the first goalkeepers I truly, truly remember making a real impression on me. Mm-hmm. as a young kid as a young kid getting into soccer so i have no doubt in my mind that check will retire an english premier league legend a chelsea legend and you know what i'd even fucking shoot him the shit and give him an arsenal legend badge as well because mm-hmm. the the dude's iconic uh, okay well he, all right let's move on but um, de facto de facto arsenal legend just because he's a nice guy yeah i mean he's such a nice guy all right so moving on um we got some injury updates uh we got some transfer updates um god tottenham is just getting dicked on and actually a lot of our questions tonight are about harry kane's injury so we got to bring it up uh harry kane is out for a while i think it's not till end of march is that what it says yeah god he has like a tear in his ankle or something i don't know what the actual injury is um, I'm Googling right now. I'm getting our stats departments. Uh, I don't think it's been right released at, at least because I saw that same news you did because mm. it's a tear in his left ankle. And that was my immediate question. Is this the same ankle he hurt last year? Mm. Ankle ligament injury. That's what I'm getting. So, um, uh, yeah. So it, I don't remember if that's the same ankle but i mean it could be sure 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 as hell can be martin there's only two of them so we got a 50 50 shot let's say it let's say yeah. it is i mean he's getting a reoccurring injury on the same <laughs> should the tottenham hotspurs transfor him for mm. uh origi that's that's uh, that's the oh, only fucking thing I, that makes sense to me need, right now. Do they need a less injury prone striker? That's <laughs> <laughs> I can't even keep a straight face. Um, <laughs> this really this really hurts them, man. And you know, we said a couple weeks ago we don't think they're in the title race uh, anymore. But this definitely puts like the final like shut the folder, tuck it away, like just better luck next year. You know. So. Oh yeah. And, I mean, it's coupled by Sissoko's injury, which uh, he also suffered an injury versus United, as well as Heuming Song going to play for South Korea in the Asian Games uh, oh, right now. Oh, I forgot about that. Oh, fuck. They're losing yeah. Son, too? Oh. Yeah, so it's a and doozy. And Dembele just got transferred? Yeah. Oh, So God, it's a complete Tottenham. doozy for Tottenham. And oh, I saw this real... fucking crazy <laughs> wait, stat. Wait, 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 wait. It's a real Gwen doozy. <laughs> ah, I hate you. Pot over, pot over. <laughs> oh, go on. I, I I hate myself. Go on. <laughs> you should. Uh, but it's a it's a complete Gwen doozy for Tottenham. 
because Kane and Son, they've played uh, 22 games this season, I believe. And Kane has 13 goals and Son has 8 goals. And so they're losing a lot of fucking firepower here. And this is coupled with goddamn Dan Levy and the Tottenham board never transferring anyone. So they are to the bare bones here. And I just want to say... Do, does Asia play a lot of like national soccer or some shit? Because I swear to Christ, Huming Song just got back from the threat of military career from another Asian Cup like three months ago. Dude, they don't they don't fuck around. Like like play or die. Like yeah. Like it's essentially like you know like the draft, but like you have to be like good at soccer. And this guy like should be just sitting on the couch making millions playing FIFA, but now he's like. Like could go to war with like, yeah, right. like, like <laughs> with North Korea, Korea, Shit. like like a place where it's practically just black and white. Like that's <laughs> it's you know that's insane to me that places like that exist. Like as me breaking my new New Year's resolution again, eating fried chicken before I started this podcast. And, I'm proud of you. you no, know, yeah, you know, stop it. Um, I don't know, man. Tottenham, I'm going to save more Tottenham talk till we get to the questions because there's a lot of Tottenham questions, but this, 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 this is, this is not good. But um, reports are coming in that Gonzalo Higuain is, I've seen official, I've seen not official. Martin, before the podcast, you said uh, he hasn't announced it. It hasn't been official, official. It's like, you know, you're starting to talk to someone and you're not dating yet. Like, we're dating, but we're not dating, dating. You're like like, three days away from dating, dating. mm -hmm. So he's officially, unofficially going to Chelsea from Milan, but in reality from Juventus. So he's switching up the loan deal at AC Milan for a loan deal with an option to buy to the English Premier League, and once again, I could not be more underwhelmed by this move for Chelsea. Switching <laughs> out a shit striker for another shit striker. So, uh, dude, I almost feel bad for Murata. I know you don't, but like, <laughs> I just like, I just this dude kind of be like, what the fuck? Like, what's wrong with me? I I do that every morning. I look in the mirror. I'm like, you piece of shit. Like, what's wrong? Like, but he's like a professional soccer player who got paid like seventy million dollars to go play for Chelsea. So I'm not actually that upset. Um, yeah, yeah, he's wiping it away his tears oh, with golden you, oh, fucking you, oh, you paper suck, cloth. You suck at your your job. Yeah, I suck at my job, and I get paid thirty k a year. <laughs> so preach. So, yeah, so actually, I don't feel bad for Marata at all. Actually, I, <laughs> I, I take it back. Um, so yeah, Fat Man may be coming to uh, Chelsea, um, which would be so weird to see. Like, imagine Christian playing with him, Pulisic. Like, whoa, like, I, I don't like that, that at all. Dude, Higuain will ruin Christian. Hmm. He's like, here's some extra chocolate. Like, dude, how many pockets do you have? Like, <laughs> <laughs> like, it's it's going to be like uh, Fat Mac. Where he's just like yeah, the, season right. of, the season of Always Sunny where he just has all the pockets filled with like M&Ms. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, dude, you want some donuts? Like, dude, no. Like, we're training. Like, dude, I got them. Like, I had them like inside the ball sometime. What? Like, What um, the fuck? No wonder you always miss. It's, it's off balance because of the damn mm, donut. But, yeah. yeah. It's just Fat Mac. That's what, actually I like. Actually, I like Higuain more. Imagining him as Fat Mac from Always Sunny. Fat Mac Higuain. So enough about fat people. Let's move on to Colombians. James Rodriguez was apparently flirting with Arsenal for the past 
couple days in this January transfer window with yes. Arsenal reportedly being able to buy him for a mere three million pounds, which blows my mind, mm. all for Bayern to shut shit down and be like, no, James Rodriguez is not leaving. He does not want to leave. He does not want to go to Arsenal. Uh, yeah, uh, I didn't believe that report for a second. It was like one of those like dumbass reports that come out and you're like, can you believe like Real Madrid just spent like a hundred million and then like a week goes by. It's like, what happened? It's like this guy's like fake sky news, Twitter. Like, I hate it. It like just like, or the guardian, whichever. Um, it's, I, it would have been perfect. Cause you know, Ozil, he would have been a nice Ozil replacement, but like it's weird because I feel like James Rodriguez just can't find a home at all, right? Like, like he seems like such a misfit, and it feels like the 2014 World Cup where he had like the wonder goal feels like fucking ages ago, right? It does, but the crazy thing is, as much of a misfit as he is, he's been performing for both Real Madrid and then Bayern Munich. He started for Real Madrid until he was loaned out. He starts for Bayern Munich. So I don't know why he's homeless. I think he needs to go to Santa's Lost Land for Lost Toys. Um, because he's, he's, he's a good toy, Kevin. He's a good toy. And nobody wants to play with him, which blows my fucking mind. Would Mia Khalifa use him? <sighs> I'd use him. Mm, okay. Uh, yeah, I just don't get it, man. Like, maybe he just hasn't found the right system. I don't know. Like, he seems like a great guy. And he's good looking. Like, that'll, go, that'll, take, you, that'll take you a long way. And, I mean, look at Giroud. Like, that'll take you a long way in this industry, let me tell you. Um, Speaking of Giroud, dude, I totally forgot I saw this. I can't remember if I saw it on Instagram or sup. some news or something. But Barcelona is apparently preparing a Giroud bid. So, Shut uh, up. Giroud, That's also Giroud fake. Giroud I'm, I'm, be, I'm just, no, no. no <laughs> Giroud could I'm, be a world champion and a Barcelona La Liga title winner. Please, dude, Giroud. Just, <laughs> I'm shooting that down immediately. That is not – he's also injured. Like, he came off – that's why he's not going to Barcelona. Dude, he needs to break the glass ceiling for everybody. Uh, like, fuck, dude. I, I still, like, look at my Arsenal Giroud jersey and just, like, go, god damn it. Like, what was I thinking? Um, more news. Uh, I don't know if you consider this news. I just thought it was funny. Jamie Vardy showed up to training today in a Spider-Man costume. Um, which, you know, Spider-Man has been having a great like year and a half. I'm just saying like with, you know, the video game for the PS4, uh, into the Spider-Verse, obviously the Marvel, like I don't feel so good, Mr. Stark. I, is Spider-Man creeping into the soccer world now? I mean, Spider-Man's like really on the up and up, man. Like, I don't know. Mm -hmm. He's, he's just crushing it. Can I just say I have basically disavowed all superhero movies from like Marvel to DC to uh, I don't know any other um, ones, but I I'm just so sick of Iron Man and fucking Captain America and Spider Man. So I I've disavowed. So I hope to God that it's not the year of the Spider Man. However, yeah. Jamie Vardy can do whatever the fuck he wants. Dude was so on I coke. Will... I don't know. Like he definitely yeah, showed dude. up. Just like just had a fucking like rail of coke and was like, <laughs> all right, I'm gonna come to practice as Spider Man. Like because he can, dude. Like has more you know premier leagues than everyone at fucking arsenal besides check i mean the guy can do whatever the fuck you know we're talking <laughs> so yeah that's true that's true he's yeah. a goddamn legend but Dude, while we're on the uh, topic of legends kev mm -hmm. you want to move on to another legend 
Yes, yes, yes. Cristiano Ronaldo has won another trophy with a different team. Uh, he won the Supercoppa Italiana. Um, did you like how I said that? It was actually beautiful. I was hoping mm. you'd put some accent on it. Mm. I put a little <clears throat> on it. A little, little bit of Italian spice. Uh, anyway, so yeah, he scored. Uh, they won the Supercopa. Uh, Ronaldo just crushing it um, in terms of soccer world. In terms of other news, not so, there's more stuff coming out about the whole allegations, which I don't want to bring up. But I actually did, Martin, get um, an email. I forgot to tell you this from the head counsel from the rape allegation case. Oh, yeah. I remember you uh, were telling me that you were in communicado with them. What what they say? Um, I got – oh, I pulled it up. Official press release uh, involving Catherine Mayorga versus Cristiano Ronaldo. She's. I don't know how I got myself onto this email chain. I just made some <laughs> phone calls. And, like, if you just sound professional, like I said, like, I work at, like, a law firm. And, like, you know, I'm also, I also have a soccer podcast. I'm interested. I can just get on email chains. Um, so it was um, essentially saying that, like, the head counsel in England is it, – it really didn't say anything. It was pretty much just saying, like, one lawyer is going to take charge of these certain things instead of another lawyer. Like, nothing to do with, like, asking for DNA or anything like that. It was, like, literally, like, a paragraph on, a, like, a letter. Which, you know, like, since we both worked at the law firm, you got to, like, for, like, a two-sentence thing, you have to send an official letter. It's, like, very dumb. Um, but it's, like, supposed to be formal. So, but I totally forgot that I had that. I'm, like, I should probably bring this up in the soccer podcast. Like, I'm still <laughs> on this. Uh, like, on the, I'm still on the email chain with the counsel from the Ronaldo case. So, um, kind of kind of neat. Kind of neat, but it's also like chilling because I'm like watching Ronaldo play and I'm like, he's crushing it over there. And I'm like, oh, that's that's still going on, isn't it? Yeah. Yep. That's uh, probably going to have to talk about that. <laughs> going to have to talk about it. So um, also Real Madrid is at like double digit losses now, Martin. They're like at 10 losses. I know. I know. And I remember when I said their interim head coach Solari would be an improvement. Mm. It appears not. And, no. Uh, uh, old takes exposed. Old yeah. takes exposed. That was determined to be a fucking lie. Um, <laughs> Turns out I was really fucking wrong. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for real. So Real Madrid uh, is in the shitter, which is, I mean, it's its surprising and not surprising. But I did read this uh, interesting, cool report that kind of gave uh, a look into why Zidane left so abruptly. Um, apparently this summer when he was having uh, conversations with the president of Real Madrid, Perez, who is a notorious piece of shit. Perez. <laughs> Just a oh, real yes. piece of shit. <laughs> uh, goddamn piece of shit. Uh, apparently, Perez stated to Zidane that he was not interested in keeping Ronaldo and wanted to do, do everything possible to keep Bale. And Zidane wanted the exact opposite. And Perez refused to move uh, his position. Uh, you think? Um. Yeah, right? <laughs> so Zidane, shockingly, saw that Gareth Bale's a injury-ridden fraud and wanted him out of Real Madrid, which I would think a lot of Madridistas would want sure him that out. Would, that was not Zidane's quote. but No, he um. did not. He did not say that. He said something much worse that I will not utter on the, on oh, the podcast. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm so sure as professional <laughs> as Zidane is. Okay. Um, oh, that's interesting. Um, you know, I mean, he's... Flying high, Ronaldo's flying high at Juventus. Um, I mean, it's a one-horse race over there. All the other leagues are well, aside League Un, but who the fuck watches that? Um, you know, which actually, I I saw this today. Like, I'm actually like pretty excited now with this new Manchester United versus PSG. 
Me too, like, dude. Me too. That, like, I, like, I feel like champion. we haven't talked Champions League in so long. Like, that's going to be fucking wicked. Like, that's going to uh, be a really, really good match. Oh, yeah, because PSG was the one team that I was scared of, but not as scared of as a Manchester United team. But mm. with this resurgence of Solskjaer's United, man, Frenchies don't have shit on old Gunnar Solskjaer. Mm. I'd like to see PSG score a 90-plus four-minute Champions League winner against Bayern Munich in the goddamn rain mm. for Sir Ooh. Alex and clinching Ooh. the treble, you know, like our manager did. Mm. So PSG, anybody at PSG, hit me up when you do that. Mm. Dude, honestly, like, if I'm PSG, I'm, I'm getting, like, I'd be on a scale to 1 to 10 nervous. I'd be, like, around a 6. I was going to say a 7. Yeah. yeah. That's where I'd, I'd be, like, be too. Mm, I'd be, like... I'm not that nervous, but like before, I was around like a three, right? <laughs> like a two. Now I'm like, mm. like I, you, you gotta, you gotta play the hot hand. All right, guys, uh, we got our EPL preview, and then we're gonna do some fan questions. I don't really think there's many matches we need to talk about besides the London Derby, unless you want to talk about any of these other matches, Martin. Any like little like things to look out for this weekend? No, I think we're good. Let's just uh, zip through the matches and give our quick prediction, though. So starting it off early on sun or Saturday morning, you have Bournemouth versus West Ham. Kev, who you got? Um, let me see. Oh no, the first match is Wolves versus Leicester on Saturday. Sorry. Oh shit, that's right. I can't read uh, UK time, even though my no. phone's in military time too. Wolves versus Leicester. Who you got? Because I'm excited for oh. that game. Actually, low-key, aside the London Derby, this is probably the best matchup of the weekend, Martin. Agreed. Uh, agreed. Mm, honestly, it's the Wolves at home. Ooh. This is tough. I, I'm going to go with Wolves at home. I like the home side here. I mean, goddamn if I don't love Leicester. And Jamie Vardy's got that big dick Spider-Man energy. But ooh, I, I'm going to go with Wolves now. Wolves have got, you know... They've just been crushing it, and they've just shown it against tougher competition like Liverpool. And I, I don't know. Who, are you going to go with the uh, the Foxes? How are you feeling? I am actually going to take the Foxes over the Wolves um, solely for one reason. Uh, Wolves suffered a red card to one of their defenders in the game against Manchester City uh, this past weekend when they were demolished 3-0. So I think coming off a demolition job by City as well as losing one of their defenders to a red card mm-hmm. As well as Jamie Vardy snorting some yayo and showing up in a Spider-Man suit, I believe the Foxes can overwhelm the Wolves. Wolf, dude, I was about—I'm so fucking stupid. Holy shit, it hurts. No, no, I was no, about we to know. say we know. Wolveses, like oh. Foxes, Wolveses, fucking oh, dumb, God. fucking so uh, dumb. And moving on to Liverpool, Crystal Palace. Uh, Liverpool at home. I think Liverpool by a billion. Crystal Palace has given Liverpool fits in the past. This is a new Liverpool side. This side is going to absolutely crush Crystal Palace. I have no doubt that they put at least three goals, uh, you know, through this team. Yeah, I agree with you there. Moving on to Watford versus Burnley, the Moose Hornets versus the Worm Eaters. Uh, Dude, Kev, I swear to God, Burnley has ruined me. Uh, by just making me view Burnley as 2017-2018 Burnley instead of 2018-2019 Burnley, no matter what they do. So I always want to pick Burnley, but here I am going to pick the Moose Hornets. Uh, I think that Troy Deeney is going to put one past him. I really like Kapu. I really like the Watford squad as a whole. I'm choosing Watford over the Worm Eaters. Mm. 
Yeah, Watford by a million, really. I don't trust this Burnley side whatsoever. Early in the season, I was just doing it based on last season. Not anymore. Um, moving on to Newcastle Cardiff. Uh, uh, I Newcastle at home. I, I, that's all I'm going to say. Um, plus, the Cardiff coach had this like shitty Brexit comment I didn't like. So, you know, fuck you, dude. Uh. <laughs> I like the I like I like the immediate judging and the immediate hate. I hate uh, Newcastle. I also hate Cardiff for some reason. I really don't know why. I don't. It's because like they're Welsh, isn't it? It's because they're Welsh. It's definitely because they're Welsh. I hate the sheep shaggers. Mm-hmm. Um. So I'm also gonna pick Newcastle. I I no longer hate Newcastle. I pity Newcastle. So this is gonna be a pity fuck. I'm taking yeah. Newcastle. Mm, pity fuck the shit out of Newcastle. Moving on, United versus Brighton. At Old Trafford, uh, Gay Seagulls, it's, it's not going to be pretty. I don't, I think United is going to win. I don't think it's, I think it's going to be like 2 0, and the scoreline is going to reflect, is not going to reflect how dominant Man United is going to be. Yeah, I love that. I love that outlook. I'm a little wary of the Gay Seagulls just because. Oh, because they're gay? Yeah. (laughs) No, because they're seagulls. Um, Oh, uh, scarier. Um. Right. (laughs) But Brighton beat Manchester United at the return fixture early in the year. Uh, But I do think this Manchester United team is on a goddamn roll. It seems their confidence is going to be back. I think Manchester United will be able to beat Brighton quite easily. Um, However, I don't know if it's going to be as dominant as everybody expects. But at this point, as long as... As there's some dominance and Manchester United isn't uh, slumping back into old habits, I'm fine with the 2-0 thumping. Moving on to Bournemouth, the fucking Cherries versus West Ham, the Mia Khalifa Hammers. I gotta, I gotta go with West Ham. They're on one right now. Mm-hmm. Oh, I no Bournemouth at home. I, I, I got a soft spot for the home team. Um, I think they, you know. Mia Khalifa just, you know, exerted too much out of them in the last That's match. True. They really they blew their load too early against and Arsenal. You know and you get sleepy after you blow the load. I don't like also I don't like being touched after sex. I Oh you know. absolutely not. No, get your fucking yeah. dirty paws off me. I know exactly where your hands and mouth have been. <laughs> okay, all right, all right, all right, all right. Relax. I, maybe not like just not a me like like give me a second. Like I don't know where no, I am. I need like a good five hours. Like let me just come back to normal. Mm. You can sleep on uh, the f- couch. I'll take the bed. Mm. Okay. Uh we're on different sides here, but I think you know, I'm gonna pick Eddie House side. I love them. Love the fly hiding cherries moving on to Southampton Southampton Everton um I feel like Everton would be favored in this match but I'm gonna go with Southampton this will be my upset of the weekend even um you know it's not a crazy upset but I like Southampton in this even though I used to hate Southampton I like their new manager I like their new attitude they seem to out physical all their opponents now um Everton coming off a win a nice win um, I feel like going away to Southampton against the Saints, I, I like the Saints in this game. Uh, we're going to differ again, so it's about to get interesting. Um, i got to choose Everton solely because team quality, managerial quality. Uh, Everton has them beat in both camps. Everton has had a much more uh, consistent year. Uh, then Southampton. Southampton has turned it around as of late under their new manager. But I have a soft spot for uh, 
Everton's coach, Marco Silva, for some reason. But it is at St. Mary's Stadium, Southampton's ground. But I see Everton winning this 2-1 solely because they exude so much more fucking quality. Mm. Yeah, well, well, we'll see. I mean, I love. I mean, I love Everton. I want to really love Everton, but like Southampton, I don't know. I just there's just something about them. They got this like team of destiny behind them right now. I don't know. Um, all right, let's let's talk about it. This is the game of the weekend, the London Derby: Arsenal versus Chelsea. Arsenal at home against the Emirates. Arsenal having a bad slew of games. Also, Chelsea not riding as high definitely better than arsenal martin but i don't know you go for you go first you go first Uh, i'm kind of in the same camp with you here solely because i mean chelsea hasn't had a a shitty run of games but they've had a very inconsistent type of games Mm -hmm. where they've been yeah where they've been okay one game pretty shitty another game and then just brilliant another game so it depends in my head what type of Chelsea shows up, and I think what type of Chelsea that shows up is directly linked to Eden Hazard. I've said this before, if Eden Hazard plays brilliantly, Chelsea as a whole plays brilliantly. If Mm -hmm. Eden Hazard has an off game, Chelsea as a whole has an off game. Um, On the Arsenal side of things, I I really don't know where you guys are at. Um, I think if Emery does not. I just don't know. Uh, the, yeah, the big storyline is obviously Ozil. Does he play or not? But Emery obviously does not want Ozil. Um, in the squad, I did see reports that Ozil might feature in the squad this uh, Saturday. So I think it's going to really come down to the drama that's in the Arsenal team versus the inconsistency that's in the Chelsea team. But at the end of the freaking day, Kev, and I say this with no great joy, but I believe that Chelsea will beat you all at the Emirates Stadium 3-1. Oh, jeez, fuck me. I'm sorry. Your defense is Come atrocious. On, dude. All right. I was going to say draw. It's We're, at, we're home dogs. Come on. <laughs> um, <laughs> I, I think it's really going to come down to, like, uh, the midfield. I'm really excited to watch the midfield class clash between, like, Nogole Kante and Torreira. That's going to be awesome because they're literally, like, Pitbull versus Pitbull again. So that'll be really cool. And, you know, Chelsea beat us earlier in the year. And you know what they say. It's really hard to beat a team twice in one year. Um, that's true. That's true. That's, you know, it's very true. So I'm going to say draw. 1-1 one, one draw. Oof. Kev, you just mm-hmm. broke our cardinal sin calling a draw first and foremost. Oh, fuck off. I don't care. I don't, you know. All right. <laughs> Huddersfield, uh, Huddersfield, Man City. Man City by a billion. Next. A bajillion. Uh, Fulham. Uh, Fulham, Tottenham. Another London Derby, the, the the low key London Derby. Fulham at home at Craven's Cottage. Um, even though they're at, you know, at Fulham, I'm picking Tottenham. I feel like you know, even though there's no Harry Kane, I think Tottenham's coming off a loss. The Man U, they're going to be pissed off. They're going to be like, everyone's doubting us. Everyone says we're shit. I feel like Tottenham gets a dominant win against Fulham. I'm saying two one. But it the scoreline. I hate being this. I sound cliche. The scoreline doesn't reflect. Um, I I feel like it's two one. But Tottenham really dominates the game. Yeah, I agree with you wholeheartedly there. Um, except I think I think the scoreline's going to be a bit more wide open. I think it's going to be a three one type of game here. Um, but this is a scary game for Tottenham. Not. I mean, granted, the shark of Fulham that they're going up against has no teeth. 
But this is this is a scary game for Tottenham to go in without a starting striker in their squad. So it's going to be up to the supporting cast of Eriksen, Adley, um, fucking Rose, fucking Lloris, goddamn Vertonghen, Alderweireld to make up the ground that uh, Tottenham is going to lose when they do play without Kane and Son. But yeah, Tottenham, much better team. Dominant performance, 3-1 victory at the Craven Cottage. And that's the weekend. That's all the soccer. Yeah, so moving on to fan questions. Uh, this is for you guys. Thanks to everyone who's bought our hoodies. Um, you're amazing. I just want to remind you, you're all beautiful, and we appreciate the shit out of you. So first question comes from our Twitter. Uh, the Soccer Swap, uh, who's the new soccer network we're a part of, asked, Spurs chances of silverware now that Kane is out. Um, FA Cup? ICC At tournament best? this summer? Uh oh, I mean yeah, that's silverware. It's a real fucking no. shitty silverware, mm, mm. but you know, close to zero. Yep, I even though you got the second leg in the Carabao Cup, which I guess is silverware, some would say. Um, it doesn't look good. I I feel like if you guys can get anything, it would be a good season. But I just without Kane like getting up your goal tally, I don't think likely. Um. At Brian uh, Brian Perlman at B Perlman FSL says, "Why can't the Spurs have nice things?" I I don't know, man. Like I honestly like you must have done like a deal with the devil in like nineteen sixty two. When did they win the league? It was like hold on. It was sixty four, wasn't it? It was the same was year that England won. I think. I think. Uh, um, it, they must have done some deal with the devil. They traded like a goat for a player, um, <laughs> I, I, and not I a Ronaldo know. or a Messi goat. No, no, it was uh, sixty sixty one. Okay, we were so, close, dude. We were within four years, and that was before we were born. So I'm calling that yeah, a W. So, I mean, if we remember anything before we we're born, I mean that's that's pretty huge. I don't know, dude. Like, I think it has to do with lack of spending. Even even though you have like the most like in terms of like what you got your players for, like, bang for your buck, you're out of this world. Um, and it's like you have a great manager. It could be, you know, you got the stadium curse right now as well. You know, like, you're just transitioning. You're just – you don't have a home. That's true. Like, That's true. Y'all are without so. your home. And, like, the only positive that uh, Tottenham fans can glean from never being able to have nice things is that all of your key players – uh, whether it's Alley, Kane, Son, Lamella, Harry Winks, uh, Sissoko, whoever, they're all pretty damn young with the exception of Vertonghen and Alderwald um, in the defense, but they have uh, that young kid, Faust, coming up. Uh, so there's, there's still some years on this fucking uh, team, and if they can keep the squad together, maybe, in, maybe next year they'll challenge for a title. It's always next year, Tottenham. Um, all right, let's move on to our Instagram. Uh, follow us at lads podcast. Um, Brock B R X X C K says Spurs going to finally sign someone. Dude, we have a lot of Tottenham questions. Holy shit. <laughs> um, he says Kane is out. Son is going to the Asian cup. Sounds like it. Uh, I'm going to go look at history. Um, I'm going to say no. I'm going to say they're not going to sign anybody. Yeah, you know that famous fa- phrase, history always repeats itself. And I think Time it's is a flat circle. Itself. Thanks, Russ Cole. 
Yep, time's a flash circle. All right, next question. What? Uh, this is from Shopa AJ um, from Two Foot Talk. Appreciate the question. He says, what hair do you appreciate more, the Sané William type or the Giroud Pogba hair? Fro versus Hella style. Neither? Um, Can I say neither? I, I mean, dude, I dig the fro. Like, I, I think the fro's sick. Uh, I don't. I, I'll take Giroud over Williams' hair. Mm-hmm. I think Giroud's hair is like a James Bond slick. Mm-hmm. A, well, I, I think there's a difference between Giroud's and Pogba. Like, Pogba, yeah, like, pretty mad difference. Cut, like, cut into his hair. Like, Giroud just has, like, the slick. I like the slick hair. Like, a fucking peaky blinder. Like, I like yeah. the, like, pomade. Like, fucking, like, um, I don't know. But I also like, uh, what's his name on Everton? Um, like, the guy with the crazy hair. The youngster. Oh, Tom Davies. As Dude, do yeah. I. Dude, I just like, he looks, like, dirty and just, like, he doesn't, sh- he showers, like, every other day. I don't know. I like that. Like, n- not that I would, but I'm just saying, like, I think that's a cool style. So, um... You know, I, I don't have much room to talk. I dyed my hair blonde. I'm a fucking asshole. So, like, I like who am I to talk about hair? That's true, and I almost have mm-hmm. a mullet. So, uh, don't take hair advice mm-hmm. from other of us. Also, I don't think we brought this up. Uh, if you go to our Instagram or Twitter or Facebook, you can see the video of Martin shaving my head. Uh, oh, yeah. While, while announcing that we passed 100,000 downloads. So, um, it's pretty, pretty good. All right, next question. Ellerson2 asked... Is Lovren bad enough that Klopp should move out of the starting 11? Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. Um, We've been saying this for two years now. Yes, yeah, Lovren yes, is shit. Just, he should not Lovren, play for Liverpool. Mm. Uh, yeah, I heard Gomez is coming back, and I feel like every sigh of relief has come out of every Liverpoolian. Just like, ah, oh, <laughs> thank God. Thank fucking God. Um, yeah. And it's like Lovren isn't that bad, but it's like, for how good Liverpool is, it's like, dude, like, it's just like it, it, it might be the reason they don't they don't win the league. It's just because of one person again. All right, oh for sure. On, um, next question comes from our Discord channel. Um, this is our like chat room where people can talk soccer, video gaming, beer, all sorts of stuff. People who like lads and shit. First one comes from the Cunning Stunt, aka Kevin Stepdad. Oh, shout out to my stepdad. He's actually in the hospital right now. He had to get like some fucking colon surgery shit abdominal whatever so shout out to my stepdad todd he's the fucking man so thoughts and prayers um the cutting stunt says kane has an ankle ligament injury um each of the last three seasons oh martin we said earlier injury prone yeah does trade does, him. Tot- does tottenham need to get rid of him all right yes get- immediately sell him for pennies on the so- dime sounds like they need money for that stadium i feel like they can get Ooh. a lot of money Sounds Ooh. like they can get a lot of money. Okay. Uh, will he end up like Cazola or like Steph Curry? Then he puts in parentheses, sorry for the basketball, but it's all I could think of for a player to stay healthy after some injury-plagued years. Um, I like that mm, Steph Curry one mm-hmm. because Steph is still one of the best players in the league without a question. Same as Kane in the uh, in the Premier League. Um, both of them seem to get injured like once a year for whatever reason, but their contributions to the team when they're not injured is is um, uncomparable. No other no other person on that Tottenham team or truly any other team offers the amount of shit that Kane offers Tottenham and mm-hmm. Steph offers uh, Golden State. So I think he's the Steph Curry of injuries. 
Uh, it sucks when he gets injured, but he's so bloody fucking talented. You keep him around. Yeah, it's just like he's just like he's just so good. Like, how yeah. can you? How can you not? Um, all right, the last question, which is going to be contentious. There's going to be a lot of people who listen to this um, and may get mad, but this is just off the top of our heads, and we're also we flew out and said we're biased. But the last question comes from Cedar Pouch. He says, in honor of Czech's retirement, can you give us the top five goalkeepers in the world? Oh, Ooh. Uh, I, I, uh, but I don't want to do an order. I just want to name five really good goalkeepers. But if I were name to name it in an order, let's do it together, Kevin. We can get through it. Number one, you go first. Uh, uh, no, you go first. <laughs> you know who mine is. <laughs> I, I know who it is. Um, I'm going to say still Manuel Neuer. How? De Gea. Okay. Uh, dude, this is hard because, like, I'm so Premier League biased. Like, I don't know. Like, this is – okay, I'm just going to reel out my top five, and you're going to get mad, but it's fine. I'm going to do Neuer, De Gea, Ter Stegen, Becker, and then number five is a toss-up between Oblak, um, Ederson, Hugo, and Courtois. Like – this it's like literally some of these are by margins guys like this is so fucking hard and all the liverpool fans of the show are gonna be like you didn't have allison first like dude i've literally seen half a season of him like when i'm talking about de gea neuer and terstegen they've had years of me watching them in like the fucking like at the top level even oblock like fuck like on oblock is fucking amazing too so like in courtois i probably wouldn't Actually, probably have him in my like top ten right now because he is sucking so bad at Real Madrid. But he's not getting a lot of help. But um, it's hard, man. It's really hard. But Martin, yeah, you just reel off your top five. Mine are definitely going to be contentious. All right, I have De Gea, Ter Stegen, Oblak, Neuer, Loris. Mm. Yeah, I mean, guys. Please understand, like, we're not trying to piss anyone off. This is just who we're thinking of at the time. And, like, like most recently, these are all, like, literally, like, if you had them on your team, you'd be like, fuck, yeah, this is the greatest goalkeeper in the world. Oh, you know? yeah. Faux show. Sure. Um, and we didn't even mention Buffon, but actually, Buffon's a He's like, a legend. You know, He's a legend. Yeah. He, he He's moved on. Le- yeah. Like, <laughs> legacy thing. Um, and even Ederson. I really like Ederson. Like, in terms of, like, not as in terms of, like, as a pure keeper as like De Gea is his his passing ability he has more assist than like Ozil or some crazy stat or something like that you know like um Ederson is like the new form of goalkeeper you know dude I'm that yeah. old man I'm that traditional man goalkeepers aren't supposed to be passers goalkeepers aren't supposed to be just as good as defenders at passing the ball goalkeepers have one job to stop as many shots as possible that's their bread and butter that's exactly what their priority and what they should be great at and i don't think ederson is great at stopping shots he is phenomenal don't do not get me wrong at playing out from the back playing in pep system but he's not a great keeper in the traditional sense and that's why i don't have him in my top five and he'd be pushing it to get into my uh, top 10. I think Allison mm-hmm. is a more true and better keeper than Ederson is, and I'd have him probably right at 6, 7, or 8. Mm-hmm. That's, that's really, you know, that's really strong of you, Martin. You know, I'm proud of you. I'm trying um, my best. 2019. Dude, really, really 
progressive. All right, guys. Well, thanks for sticking around. Make sure to follow us on all our social media. Tell everyone to download, subscribe, review our show. Um, we got a lot of stuff happening soon. A lot of, uh, you know, fun things happening with the podcast. We also have hoodies for sale on our website, ladspodcast.com. Um, so, yeah, thanks for hanging around. And you guys have a great weekend. Bye. Sometimes I feel like I'm just talking to myself. Fire!